Paleo J Smoothie Cafe. Welcome to Paleo J's Smoothie Cafe. You know, we now live in a time when all of our major cities are failing. We panic, wondering what is now different. Why, oh why, are New York City, Chicago, Detroit, Minneapolis, London, Paris, I could go on and on any Western city, why, of course, are they all failing? All are such abhorrent places of crime, violence, multiculturalism, and mayhem. They all go together, all bankrupt and all being run by horrible governments that are hastening their decline. But we forget, all of us forget our own Western history it has ever been thus. Indeed, part of our decline is caused by us no longer teaching and learning our own history. And so it is that our youth no longer have any inkling of what has come before and instead are directed to study the minutia of alien cultures, inconsequential, inferior cultures that have nothing to do with us at all. For, after all, it is the case that Western culture and civilization, derived from ancient Greece and Rome and then through Europe, is now the civilization and culture of the world. All of our world history has culminated in that single fact. And so, let's focus our attention on the so-called eternal city, Rome. For over 1,000 years, Rome lasted, starting as a small city of landholders that banded together for defense. Since they fought to defend their own small holdings of farmland, they were motivated to fight very hard. They were determined to save their own land and the land that made up their small city-state. This made them very effective against attackers, who were usually either bandits who only fought for plunder, or hired soldiers who fought for pay, and thus ready to give up if the fighting became too hard and costly. You cannot overestimate the intensity with which those who fight freely, who fight to protect their own family and property, will fight. Against such those who fight for booty and pay, or should we say, rioters and looters, are no match at all. They will cut and run whenever things get too difficult. Also, the Romans were free men back in those days. They fought for their own liberty, their own families, and their neighbors and kin, and they developed ever-increasingly efficient ways of doing so, much as early militias did in the colonial era of U.S. history. They worked at it, knowing how important it was. Fast forward to now. We started as 13 small city-states, 
out east, similar in values and culture to ancient Greece and the inheritor of that culture, Rome. We basically formed a citizen militia to rebel against the English monarchy, and we succeeded. We were known then, you won't hear it much now, if at all, as the Protestant experiment. And we succeeded wildly beyond what anyone, including our founding fathers, could have expected. Like Rome, we set off to explore and conquer the continent on which we were living, North America. We settled the land in record time, and so we had our own empire. Many liberal sorts would say we conquered the native peoples, but that is what has been done since the beginning of time. A more virile people with superior technology conquers another. Land is only acquired through force of arms. It's the way it's done. We did very well for over 200 years, better really than any culture before us in every way, shape, and form. And then, like Rome, our elites, meaning those who acquired obscene amounts of wealth, like corrupt politicians and celebrities of various sorts, rather than through productive work, began to idolize those from other, more primitive cultures. They felt guilty. The elite Romans used to color their skin pale white with ochre and dye their hair blonde and even to wear trousers to look like the barbarians from Germania. They were idolizing their enemies. These same Germans were hired into their armies since the native Romans were now given either to decadent luxuries, the elite, or else welfare, the dole, for the displaced rural poor and what you'd call the early welfare people, who now crowded into bigger and bigger cities. Slaves did the work for the vast estates of the elites, displacing any native workers and contractors. Just as now, we import huge numbers of illegal immigrants to be our modern slaves, in all but name, to do our work for the elite of today. Just the elite, not your everyday citizen. Our shared culture, that of Western Europe, is being dismantled, while the elite push for multiculturalism instead, which just means no shared culture at all. We are being displaced in our own country with the blessing of the elites, since they will not be affected in their gated communities with private police forces and private schools. They actually come to think of themselves as citizens of the world, rather than as yeoman small landowners in a cohesive society of peers of their own tribe. And now, as in ancient Rome, Americans are flowing out of big cities like a tidal wave. The crime and corruption, the dismantling of our very police forces, how stupid is that, are destroying our cities from within. Whole generations of the multicultural people within our cities have been supported by the real citizens and workers of our civilization to everyone's detriment. Even our very churches support the displacement and disempowerment of our own people because of pathological altruism. This 
is being altruistic to the point where you are harming yourself and others. This is when we allow endless migration into our cities so that they cannot even function due to overpopulation and overloading of school, public housing, and welfare costs. It is also when we give low IQ people money for having children they have no way of supporting, and even when we make lunches endlessly at churches and other organizations, out of the goodness of our heart, for the children whose parents are gradually enabled to do virtually nothing for their own offspring. It's endemic now. We enabled them to be lazy and self-indulgent, and they grow to expect ever more and more. This is pathological altruism. When a welfare single mother is given the cash and equivalents of $70,000 per year per child for doing nothing except watch uh, horrible shows on TV and eat trash garbage food, this is pathological, even suicidal altruism. And this is what is happening, and it is bankrupting the nation. It's bankrupting more than our nation. It's bankrupting the whole Western world because we're seen as the big money bags. The big cities, the modern Romes of America, make no mistake, they are collapsing before our eyes. I have suggested to move out of cities to more rural areas, small towns and cities for years now, since what has been happening is so obvious to anyone who knows history at all. The best thing is that, in what is now considered red America, not only is the cost of living much cheaper, it is also far safer and far better quality of life. I know that the suburbs around big cities have been pretty safe up to now, for a huge price you pay to live there, but I fear that that will not continue. The enabled rioters and looters... Get used to those terms, they're, they're everywhere now, that infest our major cities are continually now saying that they need to burn and loot in the suburbs, and as they destroy the downtowns of the major cities, I predict they will branch out for easier pickings, richer pickings in the suburbs. So move to a rural area far from major cities. Learn rural skills. Gardening, learn get a tractor, learn about firearms, There's a, chainsaws. There's a lot to learn in rural areas if you haven't done it. And become familiar with guns, as I said. Just as the fall of Rome was the beginning of the feudal era, when people moved to the countryside and built fortified castles, so must we too do likewise. It's that serious. Let's just hope it is not too late to turn things around. At least Trump has the potential to seriously slow things down and perhaps to reverse this unraveling of civilization. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him. 
him more. Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eyes on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus and to take him at his word just to rest upon his promise and to know thus saith the Lord I sing because I'm happy I sing because I'm free for his eyes on the sparrow I know he watches